You're listening to American Girl Women with Laura Treader and Lindsay Adams-Franca. This is a podcast where two millennial gals gather around the microphone and reminisce on the cultural phenomenon that took our childhood by storm, American Girl Dolls. Contrary to what you might think, we aren't just talking about dolls here. We're diving into the high highs and the low lows of getting hooked on American Girl and all the childhood memories that come flooding back. So join us and a few special guests each week as we become American Girl Women. Hi, Laura. Hey, Lindsay. <laughs> I am so excited to record this episode with you. We probably should have done this episode one or two, but <laughs> <laughs> here we are. I know, I know. But, you know, I think that this topic that we're going to be discussing is something we, you know, kind of take for granted as AG fans because it's something that's just like foundational as part of AG and we get like really wrapped up in some of the other more glamorous outfits and accessories, but attention must be paid to them. That's true. Today we were talking about the meat dresses and you're absolutely right. Like these are the outfits that come with the dolls and they might be a little overlooked, But I think these are overall like the finest dresses that you will receive with any doll and they deserve their chance in the spotlight. So really psyched to chat through these with you today. Yes, these are the first impression rows of the doll of the AG <laughs> universe. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> All right. So we are looking at the summer 96 catalog and you know, there isn't much change throughout the years with the different meat outfits. So feel free to look at any catalog um, that you might be looking at, but also we're going to be sharing these on our Instagram as well. So follow along at American Girl Women to see all the looks and please comment with your favorites as well. Every catalog has to start with our number one classic iconic gal, Felicity. She is in this beautiful floor length floral gown with white ruffly sleeves and a little white ruffle around her neck as well. This dress is absolute perfection, especially compared to the relaunched meat dresses of the future. I'm thinking specifically of that turquoise yellow dress that they gave her, but this one is truly beautiful. And I I actually have my Felicity right next to me (laughs) and it's just gorgeous. I have no notes. I think that the Felicity dress just, they got it so right the first time. I don't know why they would like reinvent the wheel because her original dress just seemed so realistic to the time period like Felicity's Mm -hmm. definitely like upper middle class but she's not wealthy to the extent that I think like her new meat dress sort of suggests like it's a very ornate um and I think we also have to remember like that she's a child not an adult so like this ensemble just seems very realistic because it's a little bit more casual I feel like this is as much as I could assume a 10-year-old in the 1770s would be wearing Mm -hmm. every day for just like going about their daily tasks. It's not overly fancy, but it's very sweet. Yep, definitely. And I think this is the perfect first outfit for Felicity. She has some black 
buckled boots on as well. And her accessories are quite cute. I have these. She comes with a coordinating purse with a handkerchief, a little coin pendant, and a coral necklace that I don't remember ever having, but I definitely remember this bonnet. I had one of these for myself as well. It, it was a moment. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I often think, and we'll, we'll get more in depth with this when we go through the other meet outfits, but something that I think is very much worth acknowledging is that the dolls didn't just like automatically come with everything that they are featured with on Mm -hmm. the meet outfit page. Like, and I don't know that Felicity would have had the same impact if like you got her without her bonnet and like without her little purse, because those really make the outfit like pop, um, especially the bonnet. Like her bonnet is kind of an iconic part of her look. It really pulls everything together. Right now I have Felicity in her dress without her stockings, without shoes, without any of the accessories. And she's still pretty special, even without the accoutrement in her dress and her raggedy old top knot right now while I decide (laughs) if I want to rewig her or not. I was talking to Laura and a future guest that we have on that I bought a new wig for Felicity, which I'm really excited about because at some point along the way, I gave her a very choppy haircut that does not look great on her. And I bought a wig on Etsy that matches her hair color quite well, but it also is like a a blowout. Like (laughs) (laughs) it is a very like curled voluminous look. And I guess I could have dug a little harder for the proper wig for her, but this seller had great reviews and the quality feels really nice. It's just not super realistic to her time period. I don't know if girls had blowouts in the 1700s. No, I know that's going to be tricky. And I'm, I'm looking at Felicity's meat hairstyle because, you know, their meat hairstyle for some of the dolls does change throughout you know, they, they adopt different hairstyles for different outfits for some of them, not for all of them, but like, I wonder, and I'm, I'm not saying like, this is a great idea, but I wonder if you give that wig a little trim to make. That's how I got in this predicament in the first place, Laura. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But then like, what about her little curls on her hairline? I started to take her hair off, like starting from the back, just to test it out. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is that she has a bit of hair outside of her wig. That's like kind of in the back of her ear. And I wonder if it's in the front as well of like hair outside of the main wig that might have made up the curls themselves. Like they were detached from the main wig. I'm not too certain. I'm a little nervous to take off the full wig. Yeah. A very brutal process. I'm sure, (laughs) you know, it, it kind of feels weird, like ripping it off. I don't know. I'm still on the fence. What is that? I think it's like a Japanese ritual of when a glass breaks to take the pieces and patch it up because that's now the history of the glass. And yes, yes. (laughs) I feel that way a bit with Felicity. Like, yeah, her hair's fucked up, but this is Felicity. This is my childhood. Like this is the hair that I used to play with and brush and yeah, it's the original, you know, I wonder if you could like take the wig off and see if you could give it a trim, like to make it more realistic to Felicity's hair. 
and how it is supposed to look. And then if you feel like, like take, take the original wig off, test out, like if you have the Mm. acumen to to do the trim now that you're like an adult. (laughs) And then if it doesn't seem too bad, or even like maybe you could practice like on the original hair, like maybe straightening it or doing something with like a flat iron. Cause I think that you can use a hot tool. Yeah. I mean, I definitely could test it out a bit. I wish Felicity's hair was a bit more salvageable than it is. Like, yeah, I, I mean, it's not evenly cut, but when I brushed it out, it looked to be like a varying length around shoulder length to maybe like a inch or two below, but it wasn't like a straight cut. And I think that if I did give her like a fully even haircut, it would have to be like a lob and that's definitely not colonial time hair no. styles. <laughs> no, um, the blowout is more accurate. Right. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, we'll see. It's a journey. I mean, I could take the wig off and then test it out and just not glue the next one on. Yeah. Um, and then see if I want to put the original back on or, you know, let her, let her have her blowout moment. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, I can't wait to see what you come up with. We'll definitely keep our listeners posted on Lindsay's rewigging journey, her restoration. (laughs) Truly a journey. I wonder if also if the American Girl Company would let you send an old Felicity back for a new head. I mean, I think I could. I just wouldn't get her head back, right? Like that's the thing. I would get the new version right. of it and not the pleasant company. And I mean, at that point, I might as well just rewig her here and have her have her blowout. True. And then like, if you get the new head, that's like also again, like that's like the main part, like that you're used to playing right. with. Yeah. She's not my Felicity. <laughs> Trust me, as someone who could not reconcile sending their host Athena back to American Girl to get a replacement head, even after I'd only had her for like a year, I... I understand where you're coming from. (laughs) All right. Well, jumping to the next one, we're going to go a little bit rogue because I have requested since she was an important part of my American Girl experience that we start looping in Josefina to some of these catalog outfit reviews because she definitely has some looks that are worth reviewing. So if we're going chronologically, your girl Josefina is next. 1824. 1824. All right. Well, so unfortunately we weren't able to track down a actual centerfold picture from the meat catalog of Josefina on the internet um, or in any of the catalogs that Lindsay and I actually possess in hard copy. But I do kind of remember from memory, like what is her accessories and what is like her standard fare. So I'm happy to go through that. So Josefina meat outfit like definitely is like what drew me into wanting to have her she is wearing a beautiful camisa blouse that's like something I would absolutely wear today very simple white flowy top tucked in to a red patterned maxi skirt with a brown sash belt tied around it and little brown moccasin style like boot shoes and I remember these shoes to be very like 
high quality. They must have been like real suede or something because they were definitely like shoe quality shoes. They were really nice. Oh, interesting. Laura, please tell me that the flower ribbon in her hair is part of the main look and not just the accessories. So unfortunately, I think that maybe the flower, the sash that she has, that's like the, or I should say the shawl that she has Mm -hmm. that's on her shoulders of this like beautiful woven orange and blue pattern, the necklace and the little leather belt purse. I think those were all accessories that came separately and I did not have those and it was devastating uh they should have thrown the flowers and ribbon in there (laughs) I I agree the flowers are an essential part of the look but she still is definitely dressed up with the gold hoop earrings that she has absolutely and I I think that this first impression of Josefina is why like she made such an impact on me and some of our past guests as well um because she definitely is a little bit different in vibe from the previous historical gals obviously because of the earrings she has this beautiful braid over her shoulder and I remember wanting to wear my hair in one braid like Josefina when I was younger oh that's really sweet yeah I know I just literally remembered that while looking at this so this this look is absolutely gorgeous like I think this is definitely one of the best meat outfits that we have that is so wearable today I think this is such a stunning look absolutely very detailed very detailed. It's so disappointing though, similarly to Felicity, what Pleasant Company did with Josefina's new meat outfit. It's not even like they changed it that much, but I feel like, and you know, please feel free to sound off um, when we post this on Instagram, but I feel like they sort of made the outfits for all of the dolls that they've sort of adapted less historically accurate and more like bright and colorful Mm -hmm. which is fine but like I just don't think like Samantha would wear like a bright pink dress with how like her new meat outfit is I Josefina's is like similar but she has like a bright blue belt belt and like a slightly different skirt and I just felt like it's too toned up from like what it needs to be yep I fully agree I feel like Josefina, they really didn't make such a significant change to like they did the other gals, but it's just, it doesn't look as historically accurate. You know, the other dolls almost had a, an element of, you know, perhaps this might not be the most beautiful item, but it is accurate. And, you know, in, you know, when looking at history to actually show what somebody would wear, you know, especially with Felicity, Samantha will get into Josefina. It just seems like amped up a little bit too high for today's relatability or like what consumers are looking for. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I feel like it just looks like cheaper. It does look cheaper. Um, Uh, And, and I actually was able to verify just now that the flowers were in fact part of the braid. So, um, Oh, good. So she did come with the flowers. I'm sure I accidentally ripped those out like (laughs) within the first few months of having her, unfortunately, but I'm glad that, that she came with those, but yeah, I couldn't agree 
with you more. I just feel like they look more costumey and not mm-hmm. as like attention to detail. Um, and I, I personally would, this is their every day. Like I would personally rather have a more realistic, less fancy everyday outfit that is actually what like my doll would wear every day in character than mm-hmm. like something that feels so crazy. Right. Agreed. Fully agreed. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, this is definitely like one of my favorites of all time. This is the outfit that made me fall in love with Josefina as a doll. So definitely like goes at the top of my list for sure. Next, we're going to get into Kirsten, our favorite Swedish expat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She is in a dark blue floral gown with a red slash pink striped apron. She has cute woolen socks and little, little leather booties on a gorgeous bonnet that is red gingham and a necklace with a little, I don't know what that's made of. What is her necklace made of? It's either gold or a stone. Maybe like Um, amber or something. Yeah. It looks amber. That's heart shaped and a little pouch around her waist with the year 1854 embroidered into it. And it looks like a little wooden spoon is popping out of that. Like, um, like you'd eat like ice cream in the cafeteria. With... Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> like a, like a hoodie. Right. <laughs> and then has another pocket with a little kerchief in it. And this is such a cute look. I absolutely adore Kirsten similar to Felicity. I think the bonnet really makes the outfit. Like you mm-hmm. see her up top without her bonnet on. And it looks a little less special, but overall this look is so, so adorable. I agree. I feel like with Kirsten and like, look, she's not for everyone. Like I wasn't specifically drawn to Kirsten when I was younger, but now that I'm older, I can appreciate so much like how detailed this look is Mm-hmm. And when you look at her, you just know that like she is from pioneer times, like everything makes sense. Um, everything is so sweet. Like, I just feel like this is such a sweet, like cute little outfit and like very historically accurate and still fun. So again, like we don't need to change the outfits to be like more fun. I think that this is a perfect example of an outfit that like captures the historical period without having to add any flair. Agreed. Did Kirsten get an outfit upgrade? I'm going to check right now. I don't know if she did. I thought I like heard somewhere that potentially she did, but see Kirsten like hasn't had the same success. I don't think that like a lot of the other dolls have had in terms of like longevity Mm -hmm. so I feel like she hasn't like necessarily been reissued or anything like that and I don't think she's currently available outside of the new launch of American Girls from the original collection that they did last year but right I don't see that she has a new outfit, but ever, anybody, please feel free to correct us. That would make me sad because her outfit is perfect as is. Right. I fully agree. I can't imagine that 
they would make this into something even better than it was. Like, this is perfect. Exactly. And, you know, I, I feel bad that like Kirsten doesn't get her due sometimes because she's so iconic. And you would think that maybe like, because I know a lot of girls that are interested in American Girl are also interested in Little House on the Prairie because those are sort of like similar worlds. And I feel like Kirsten is kind of like a perfect crossover for that. Right. I honestly think also like, and I don't know if this is like something that people feel comfortable doing with Kirsten as I ruined my host of Vina's hair. But I, I do like that like, her little like ring braids like are kind of like a two-in-one because you could just take them down and let them be two braids Mm -hmm. but I like that like for her me outfit she has them rolled up like this it feels like kind of formal definitely I do like the variety that you get but it always makes me nervous going you know down to her birthday story and taking those braids out and seeing what the hair looks like outside of it but i think the happy medium is to unroll the braids and having them drape down her like we see in her winter story she looks really cute both ways and probably both are historically accurate um mm-hmm. obviously i can't get down with taking out her braids in the way that they do in other outfits that she has <laughs> but you know everything else is kosher <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Addie. oh let's so Lindsay, this is one of my favorite meat outfits of all time um agreed this pink dress is so iconic. This outfit, I think, is a really good example of how you can have a bright, fun color that's kid-friendly and, like, would get kids excited Mm -hmm. um, that still looks historically accurate. Like, I don't feel like her dress looks, like, costumey at all. I feel like it looks very appropriate for the time period. Yep. And the color is absolutely gorgeous on her. This beautiful striped pink dress that is cinched at the waist with a adorable set of like pearly white buttons and a little bit of like a lace trim at the bottom. Stunning. It is so beautiful and fully agreed. Like this would appeal to so many young girls without being too much of a costume. And you could tell that it is like super high quality just from looking at it on the page. And her accessories include this absolutely adorable bonnet with a dark blue ribbon, which just so perfectly ties in with the dress. Like, I think this is just such a stunning look. She also has a coin, a wrapped purse, a water gourd, and her necklace. All of this is just so, so perfect and, you know, ties into her story really well and is just a stunning meat outfit. I think this might be my favorite. It's really great. I love her little black boots too. I feel like they mm-hmm. don't they don't take away from the outfit. They complement it very nicely. And unlike the other dolls, it's very interesting with Addie. They actually advocate for you taking her hair out because they advertise that her hair is very long and it's mm-hmm. this beautiful hair to brush and braid. And that is not what they're saying about the other dolls at no. all. definitely not (laughs) definitely not um but she does come in what appears to be like a little bit of like a low bun hairstyle but she can easily be transferred into other styles if you want and I think she looks really cute in the alternate 
look they have here with her hair like going down her back but yeah I love this outfit so much similar to like all the other dolls I do think that like not having the accessories of that bonnet specifically would definitely not be as impactful so I would definitely be remiss in saying that this outfit works without it I mean it definitely works but it's like it's just so completed by the bonnet right absolutely um and then I also feel like her accessories are like I mean all of the girls accessories like play a role in their story but I feel like her is a little bit more so with that like very specific like water gourd and half dime from her uncle Solomon it's the only money that her and her mother had uh when they made their journey to freedom so I love that her Mm -hmm. accessories have that significance right they're a bit more special than say a wooden spoon Sorry, right. Kirsten. <laughs> no offense, Kirsten. Love the spoon. Absolutely. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. And then we go into Samantha wearing a plaid dress that is maybe like a red and brown, a red and black plaid dress that yeah. is that knee length and tied together at the waist with a red ribbon with a gem in the middle. And She is wearing black tights, black Mary Jane shoes. Her hair ribbon coordinates with her look. And then she has some fun accessories. She has a red velvet hat with ribbons on it, a really sweet pink velvet coin purse with a handkerchief and a coin as well. It seems like all of our AG gals get a little bit of money. Um, and then of course her iconic locket, does it clip on to her collar? Yes. I, I believe it's, it's like a, a necklace. It's a locket brooch, a locket brooch. It's a golden bow with an attached locket. And as we Yeah. So I had Samantha. She was the first doll I got. And similarly to Josefina, I did not have the accessories. I don't know what my family had against accessories. (laughs) I didn't have the hat or the purse or the locket, but now I will say like a hat like this, I probably wouldn't put on her that often because I feel like her bow is so iconic. I wouldn't want to cover that up. I agree. These are, I think, the first accessories that I would have been okay without having. Her bow really completes the outfit. I feel like maybe all of them should have come with the bow. I just love a bow, but I'm, I've never really been a hat girl, not for myself, not for my dolls. So I think having this hat would have, wouldn't have been as interesting to me. And I definitely would have preferred the bow over the hat. Yeah. And that seems like the main focal point. The little purse is cute, but you know, If I didn't have it, that would be okay. What really would have intrigued me though is the locket. Yeah, I agree. Like the only accessory that I would have felt like I missed out on was the locket because it's really, really iconic. Um, But I don't necessarily think I would feel like I was missing the hat. Even though I like the hat, I don't think it's like the, it's like a bonnet is more of like a subtle thing. Whereas like the hat's a big choice. And I agree Mm -hmm. that like her bow needs to be the focal point um and for pretty much every outfit she has there is a matching bow so that's kind of her thing and she has other hats like with other outfits that I feel like are more iconic than this one so nothing against it but definitely not like my favorite but I 
I will say the same thing about her me outfit that I did about the other dolls that were remade and we touched on hers, but like what they have her in now is so disappointing to me. Like, I just, Mm -hmm. I don't like that pink. Well, I like the dress. It's not really like the color of the dress. That's a problem. I think it's like the style. Right. Like it just, it just doesn't seem to like go with the time period. And I think like, like we said with Addie, like you can have a fun colored dress without making it seem like a costume and her new meat dress kind of seems costumey. I think it has like some tool elements to it, which I don't feel like Samantha would wear during that time period. I think that her original dress is like very simple and again, more like a day-to-day option. Right. The new dress definitely feels just cheap. This just was not it. No, it's not. And I think potentially, I might be wrong, but I think potentially the new Samantha me outfit, even like more so like they've redone it again to change her hairstyle to be more of like a headband. Mm -hmm. And I definitely don't think that that goes like, I absolutely feel like she would be wearing this little half up, half down bow style. And the headband just sort of seems like kind of a silly thing to for her to like have on that almost seems like it's trying to appeal to like modern sensibilities right absolutely I agree just my two cents but (laughs) (laughs) and then we get into Molly yes now I do think that when you think of American Girl you kind of do think of Molly's meat outfit as being pretty iconic what do you think Lindsay yeah honestly I love Molly's meat outfit it's you know, very different than the other gals. And it seems like a more casual outfit than the other dolls are in. But I absolutely love this. She has her Argyle sweater on, her blue skirt that hits at her knees, little white socks with her Mary Janes, and her hair in these two long braids. I absolutely adore this look. And, you know, we we might go back on past episodes where we talk about, you know, Molly's full collection, I think with Julia earlier this year. And I don't remember what I said on that episode. So don't hold me to this, but, you know, maybe I'm turning into a Molly girl because I love this look. (laughs) I think I I love it for like being, you know, I think that with the meat outfits like they did a really good job of just making every girl's outfit be so quintessentially them Mm -hmm. and that definitely applies to Molly I don't think that I realized this but like now as we're going through it like yeah they all have some kind of like iconic headwear that they do Mm -hmm. and Molly's is her beret I kind of think Molly could still be iconic without the beret but Yep. Um, but I do like it for the full look. Agreed. Again, not a hat person, so I could definitely take or leave this spray. Um, I think her braids are quite enough as they are, but I really do like her embroidered handkerchief with her name in it. I think that is adorable. I think we've talked on the podcast before that we're not super into the purse. No, but the locket itself is really cute. And overall, I think this look is just so coordinated and, you know, starts her collection off super, super strong. 
Agreed. I think the purse doesn't really like seem to match the time period, but everything else is great. Definitely. And I think that brings us to the end with our meat outfits, but Laura, let's rank these girls. I oh, feel yes. like so we have, you to. know, I feel like in past rankings of our, of looking at the bedrooms, looking at the summer dresses, we had a pretty clear order, mm-hmm. but I think there's going to be a couple curveballs with this one. For sure. I don't even know like what my number one is going to be. It's going to be a game time decision. Right. All right, Laura, going from least to best, how are you ranking the girls? Lindsay, my number six outfit. And again, like I know we discussed that we both like it and I do like it, but it's just like not what I would like gravitate towards is Molly. Okay. Who's your number six? My number six, surprisingly, is Samantha. Okay. Wow. I I don't think she's ever ranked this low for me in anything that she's ever done. And this might be the one thing that I don't love the most from her, but unfortunately she's at my bottom. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think that her other outfits are for some dolls, like the meat outfit is one of their best for others. It's not. And for her, like her other outfits are just so good. Right. But that being said, I don't think they could have done anything to make it better. Like, I think it's perfect. It's just like, it's doing what it needs to do. Yep. Agreed. It's lovely. It's similar to how you feel about Molly. Like it's really cute. It's just not as high for me as some of the others. Okay. Who's your number five? Mine's Kirsten. My number five is Molly. Okay. Super adorable. Loved her look. Just not as much compared to the other gals. Why are you ranking Kirsten fifth? Similar to like how you feel about Samantha. Like I love it, but I, and I think it's like really cute and it's iconic, but I like some of her other outfits better. Mm -hmm. Um, And in terms of like the meat ones, it's like just not what I would immediately gravitate towards. That's fair. I put Kirsten at number four for me. So kind of feel similarly, I think the next couple gals, like I love them all kind of on an equal ish level, but Mm. I had to rank Kirsten number four. No, fair, fair enough. My number four was Felicity. It's so hard because like, I love Felicity's outfit. It's just like not my Mm -hmm. favorite, but I love it. But someone has to be number four. (laughs) Right. I know. I feel like the next couple rankings are definitely tough. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So for, for number three, I will just say I did go with Samantha and I don't know if it's just that like, it has a sentimental value to me and that's why I like it so much. Um, Mm -hmm. but I do really like it and it almost feels like an outfit that like my mom would have like had for me to wear or something. Oh, that's (laughs) sweet. (laughs) My number three, I gave to Josefina. Okay. I love, love, love her look. I think this is so beautiful and special. So she is very enthusiastic three. All right. Fair enough. My number two is Addie. Um, I love her outfit so much. It was like a real toss up. She was almost my number one. I love the outfit. And I think that it's the most fun 
out of all the girls outfits um and probably like the one I would most want to wear myself um I just love it I think it's great yeah fair I chose Felicity as number two I I love her look so much and you know similar to your thoughts with Samantha that whole nostalgic vibe of it is so uh it just brings me right back to childhood I love this look so much. I think it is so incredibly sweet and just beautiful and so well-made. And again, a very enthusiastic second place. Excellent. I mean, I agree with all those things. It was really hard to know where to put Felicity because I do love her outfit so much. Right. I feel like if I could wear any of the outfits, it would definitely be Felicity's. Interesting. Okay. Well, (laughs) I gave my number one spot to Josefina because I love her outfit, but even more than just like the aesthetic of it, I love like the cultural significance of it. Like, I think it's very interesting that like with Josefina's outfit, like we obviously are getting American, but we're also getting Mexican culture. And I think I like her outfit because it's like a little bit something different from the other gals. And again, like she does have other outfits that are similar style. Like all her outfits are kind of structured the same. So you have like a blouse with a long skirt and, you know, I, her birthday outfit is maybe one of my favorite birthday outfits of all time. Second only to Samantha's. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely love that one a lot, but her me outfit, I think is just like it was such a turning point for the American girl brand. So she's my number one. Amazing. I love that. My number one is going to Addie. This pink dress is everything. I love the pearly buttons, the little lace at the bottom, her hat, her bonnet is just adorable. And I think this look overall just, ah, it's perfection. So yeah, I think that that kind of concludes everything. But I like how we have different lists. I feel like we're usually like very much on the same page. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> this was interesting. So, okay. So just to recap, my top three were Josefina, Addie, and Samantha. And your top three were? Addie, Felicity, and Josefina. Yeah. So we had some overlap with Addie and Josefina, but Mm -hmm. that number three spot. Well, I think honestly, like if there's one conclusion we came to with this episode is just that like, they should not change the meat outfits. Definitely not. These were all so solid and beautiful. And I want to just call out really quickly because I know we've talked about Samantha's different meat outfit and Felicity's different one, but they also did the same thing to Kit, who we don't really cover because she was kind of after our time a little bit. And her outfit was adorable. It was like this little sweater set, lavender sweater set with a pleated skirt, floral skirt, and eight adorable hat. And her new meat outfit is just like, it's like a turquoise blue dress. I don't they did like her so it. wrong. No, they did her so wrong. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And again, it's giving me like that costumey vibe. Like nobody in the Great Depression era, I feel like was wearing like a turquoise blue and red dress. Her, her other right. outfit just seemed so authentic. 
Agreed. It's really strange that they made these decisions. So strange. And I also want to shout out that they changed Rebecca Rubin's outfit. They didn't change the style. It's still that like lovely, like sort of drop waist vibe, but you'll sort of remember Lindsay, if you like harken back to Rebecca's meat vibe, it's like a maroon drop waist like long sleeve like winter dress almost like right. a, co- a coat dress yeah with, with gorgeous um like just below the knee white boots with black accents and a black collar and cap sleeve with black stockings and they've changed her outfit to be purple again it just doesn't seem as like high quality. It looks pretty cheap. It looks like something that someone might've worn in like 2010. It's like a tweed blazer. Right. It feels wrong. I don't like it. It, It's actually kind of like upsetting to me that they changed that because like, I I don't think that you have to, I don't think that they had to do any of this. I mean, they must've felt like they had to, but Mm -hmm. agreed. um, Especially with the shoes, like her original shoes were knee length, uh, white and black leather boots with buttons up the side. And then they gave her like a purple velvet clog or like Mm. a little velvet booty. I don't know. It's bringing me like flashbacks to what I used to wear for my first job. (laughs) (laughs) It's giving 2010s is what you're saying. Exactly. No, absolutely. I guess like these outfits, revamps came with like the when they did that like be forever launch where they had like some of the historic girls either brought back or some like retired and I think like they isolated it to just a few and that's when they upgraded their looks and I just like it wasn't an upgrade though like it was very (laughs) it's when they downgraded the looks yeah like it just seems like very historically inaccurate and I don't like it and also I should add that like I think the original Rebecca came with like some kind of black felt hat that felt like really accurate and now she comes with like a purple velvet disaster (laughs) it's too you know what it is it's too matchy yeah and very matchy and like all the dolls I would say that that's true for them like I mean Samantha has like a very matchy bow to her meat dress it's the exact same pattern mm-hmm. but like in her new outfit it's like everything is like bright pink and red and I just feel like that's too matchy or like with like Felicity's meat outfit I feel like her dress is turquoise and her shoes are like a similar vibe well that's something that I love about all of the historic girls as with these meat outfits is that they had a lot of different coordinating patterns you know with Addie in her pink dress And then her bonnet has a blue ribbon tying around it. And I think Kirsten is the pattern queen. I think, you know, she has more patterns maybe than any of the other gals. And she looks chic as hell with her ginghams and stripes and florals. It's, you know, it all, it all ties together really well, but there's just some element that is, lacking with the new redesigns that just makes them like significantly less special. I agree. You know, I think it's like 
we just have to acknowledge that they're moving into a new era and a new demographic or like a different generation rather. Um, so it is what it is, but it's just sad. Like, and I know that like, if I were going to purchase an American Girl doll, like one of the historic ones, I would definitely revert to like eBay or something to try to get an original rather than buy one of these be forever ones. Cause I just don't like the outfits and that kind of takes away from it for me. Right. Definitely. Ugh, Ugh. Well, Thanks for letting me vent, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this was so great to revisit all of our favorite meat outfits And it really shows the care and thoughtfulness that went into all of these outfits that we could still appreciate them 30 years later. Absolutely. They're so special. And like we said at the beginning of the episode, they're our first impression of the American Girl Gals. So very important. Thank you for listening to American Girl Women. For more AG Women content, follow us on IG at American Girl Women or send us your American Girl stories via AmericanGirlWomen at gmail.com. We might just read them on the pod. If you like this podcast, tell your friends and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts.